Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we're going to be discussing 10 fan theories that actually make quite a lot of sense. And given the colossal numbers of Harry Potter theories out there, it seems only fitting that once in a while we, I'm including myself here, hit the nail on the head. During my time on this channel, I've covered some of the most preposterous theories out there, like Cho Chang marrying Dudley Dursley, and Dumbledore being a time-traveling Ron Weasley. And so these theories, which come across as very reasonable and rational, are a bit of a breath of fresh air. I can't take credit for these theories, but I will be summarizing and dissecting them. Anyway, let's dive in. The Hallows Resurrected Harry In the Deathly Hallows, we witness young Harry Potter confront Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest, and it's here that young Harry, in an act of bravery, faces Voldemort head-on as he subjects himself to the Dark Lord's killing curse. And after being killed, Harry wakes up in a sort of limbo, where he encounters Dumbledore. However, Harry's death certainly doesn't last long. Eventually, Harry is able to return to the Land of the Living, and there are a few canon explanations for this. The first is that Voldemort simply killed the piece of his own soul inside of Harry, and not Harry himself. For this reason, Harry is given the choice to return to the land of the living. The second reason that Harry didn't die is that Voldemort still lived with Harry's blood in its veins. You see, one of the crucial ingredients in Voldemort's regeneration potion was blood of an enemy. Q. Harry. However, one popular theory on the internet has a third reason for Harry surviving, and it has something to do with him being a master of death. Because he had the loyalty of the Elder Wand, Resurrection Stone, and Invisibility Cloak, he could choose his fate and either carry on to the afterlife or go back. Ron and Hermione are Harry's parents. I know, I know, the title of this theory is questionable, but hear me out. This theory suggests that Ron and Hermione, Harry's two best friends, actually played the part of parental roles in Harry's life. The main foundation of the theory is that, for an orphan with no relatives to teach him the ways of the world, Harry actually turned out a lot better than he probably should have, and this theory gives Ron and Hermione credit. Ron was there to act as a father figure and teach him about the wizarding world, and Hermione was there to act as a nurturing mother figure, serving as a source of comfort and emotional support for Harry throughout the series similar to how Lily provided love and protection for her son. 
Pair all of that with the fact that Ron was a snarky pureblood, like James, and Hermione was a clever muggle-born, like Lily, and you've got yourself a fairly reasonable theory. Dumbledore intended Harry to fail at Occlumency. Harry takes Occlumency lessons with Snape in the 1995-1996 school year, the reason for these lessons being that Snape and Dumbledore become concerned that Harry's mind is vulnerable to intrusion by Lord Voldemort. Occlumency, the art of closing one's mind to prevent magical intrusion and influence, is seen as a way to protect Harry's mind from Voldemort's attempts to infiltrate it. However, one popular theory on the internet suggests that it was never Dumbledore's intention for Harry to become a skilled Occlumens. Rather, he wanted him to fail at it. The theory posits that Dumbledore knew all along that the Occlumency lessons would only cause Harry to further open his mind rather than close it, as advertised. The reason? Well, Dumbledore may have hoped that Harry's adolescent emotional outbursts would gradually impact Voldemort, resulting in him making an irrational decision, such as heading to the Ministry and exposing himself. This one does make some sense. After all, Occlumency is one of the most impressive abilities in the wizarding world. Some after-class lessons with Snape just don't seem like quite enough. Why Dementors Loved Harry Now, Harry's had his fair share of run-ins with Dementors, that's for sure, but were his copious run-ins with Dementors sheer dumb misfortune, or were they constantly drawn to Harry for another reason? When Dementors attack people, they use what is called the Dementors Kiss, which is effectively the act of sucking out that person's soul. So my question is, if their main motivation is to suck out more souls, then why should they be particularly drawn to Harry? Here's what I think. The Dementors were attracted to the extra soul that Harry carried with him. Unwillingly, Harry went about his life with an extra soul strapped to him, and I think that this made him a target to Dementors, a sort of two for the price of one. Harry and the Basilisk In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, it doesn't take long for young Harry Potter to encounter the Basilisk within said chamber, a beast that could only be controlled by the heir of Slytherin. Harry has a bit of a hard time with the Basilisk before eventually defeating it, all thanks to the Sword of Gryffindor. However, one theory on the internet suggests that Harry shouldn't have had much of a hard time at all. Here's why. Because Harry had a fragment of Voldemort's soul within him, the Basilisk in the Chamber of Secrets should have recognized him as another heir of Slytherin and potentially obeyed his commands. Harry shared a ton of traits with Voldemort thanks to the piece of Voldemort's soul inside of him. So why not this one? Harry and Ron, powerful seers? When it came to the subject of divination at Hogwarts, not many were interested, Harry and Ron included. For the most part, divination came across as a bunch of unreliable hodgepodge that, just like lightning, eventually strikes. However, one popular theory on the internet suggests that Harry and Ron may have had an unconscious knack for the subject. In The Prisoner of Azkaban, the pair playfully brainstormed numerous harsh predictions for their homework assignment, dismissing the absurdity of the topic. Surprisingly, however, every prediction they made about Harry's future eventually materialized. Harry faced the threat of Burns during the Trial Wizard tournament, was betrayed by the imposter Mad-Eye Moody, and tragically met his demise in the forest at the hands of Voldemort. Perhaps the pair were more adept at divination than they gave themselves credit for. Dumbledore protected Hogwarts more than anyone knew. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, a renowned educational institution in the wizarding world, has been a subject of debate when it comes to safety. 
While Hogwarts is seen as a magical haven, where young witches and wizards can learn and develop their skills, there are also evident dangers lurking within its walls. Several incidents throughout the Harry Potter series expose the vulnerabilities of Hogwarts. From troll attacks to a basilisk roaming the hidden chambers, the school has faced its fair share of perilous situations. Students have found themselves in life-threatening circumstances during events like the Triwizard Tournament and encounters with dark creatures. And through all of these events, the finger was often pointed at one man, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore. However, one theory on the internet suggests that Dumbledore may have protected Hogwarts better than we all thought. The proof? No student ever died while he was headmaster. It's entirely possible that during his tenure, Dumbledore placed some sort of enchantment on the school's grounds to ensure that, no matter the circumstance, the students always made it out alive. Seems plausible to me. Harry the Obscurial An Obscurial is a young witch or wizard who is physically or emotionally abused to the point that they feel the need to repress their magic and hide their abilities. This repression is directly related to trauma experienced as a result of their magic and a development of hatred, fear, or shame in regard to their powers. These extremely negative emotions combined with their attempt to suppress their magic then turns into a parasitical force comprised of dark magic, known as an Obscurus. Obscurials are often young children who usually don't live past their preteen years. One theory here is that Dumbledore intentionally left Harry with the Dursleys in order to turn him into an Obscurial and potentially powerful weapon that could be used against Voldemort. However, this is probably the least plausible theory on the list. There are a number of reasons why this theory makes little sense, including the fact that Voldemort had just been defeated when he was left at the Dursleys, the fact that Obscurials are notoriously difficult to control, and the fact that Harry didn't even know about his magical abilities. How could he have suppressed something he didn't know he had? Breaking the Elder Wand The first thing worth mentioning here is that the fate of the Elder Wand varied from book to film. In the book, after repairing his own wand, Harry lays the Elder Wand to rest with Dumbledore. In the film, however, a very different course of action is taken. In the film, the fate of the wand is far more drastic, as Harry dramatically snaps it in half. However, one thing is consistent from book to film, Harry being worried about the power of the wand. And something that many people have taken issue with is just how easily Harry snapped the most powerful wand in the world. This wand had existed for an exceedingly long time and showed no signs of damage. So how on earth did Harry snap it like a twig? One internet theory chiming in here suggests that Harry only had the power to break the wand because he was master of death. Cedric and the Portkey this one's a bit morbid. If you're still overly emotional over the death of Cedric, consider this your warning. In the Goblet of Fire, we encounter a shocking and emotional moment as Harry grabs the Triwizard Cup portkey with one hand and touches Cedric's dead body with the other, transporting them both from the maze back to Hogwarts. The moment symbolizes Harry's loss of innocence and marks a turning point in the series. However, some fans of the series were quick to point out that they had seen no other instances of people traveling through a portkey indirectly, that is, via someone else holding on to them. In every other instance, a person could only be transported if they touched a portkey themselves. They can, however, bring along as many objects as they'd like. If that's the case, how did Harry bring Cedric with him? The morbid theory suggests that because Cedric had died and his soul had left his body, he was no longer a person. 
And because his body was now just an empty container, Harry was able to transport Cedric's body as he would any other object. Ouch. And that's it for this video. Which of these seem plausible to you? Let me know down in the comment section below. Also, if you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.